Welcome to Rama for Today. Now, repetition is just simply saying the same thing over and over again. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye, therefore, like unto them. We better take notice, hadn't we? So check up on ourselves. Be not ye like unto them, for your Father knoweth what need things ye have need of before ye ask him. He knows, but he still told us to ask him. And so he said, Then after this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven. Well, notice the utter tenderness of it. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. This week we went into the archives and we found this teaching from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled The Father's Care. This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen with today's message. Now, if you have your Bibles today, we will invite you to open them to the 17th chapter of the Gospel of St. John. John's Gospel, chapter 17. And we're going to read the 23rd verse for a text. John's Gospel, chapter 17, verse 23. I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. Now I want you to notice the expression particularly, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. I'm glad that the Father loves us as he loved Jesus. Praise the Lord. I want to talk to you today on this subject, if we were to give our message or our lesson a subject, and that is the Father's care, the Father's love, the Father's protection. Now, there's no truth so far-reaching as the blessed fact that our Father, God, cares for us. Hallelujah. He loves us even as he loved Jesus, this text said. Now, in the Old Testament, he was Jehovah, Elohim, and El Shaddai to Israel. He was shut up in the holies of holies. He dealt with Israel in awful judgment to the lawbreakers, that is, and to the disobedient. They did not know him as father. They did not know him as a lover. They were commanded to love and obey him or suffer the consequences. And so into that kind of a hard, harsh atmosphere of justice, Jesus came and they could not understand him. They could not understand him. He talked about God as his father. He told of the father's love and the Father's care for his own, and it mystified them. It mystified them. 
Now, if he had come with a message like John the Baptist commanded them to repent and calling them bitter names that they had to acknowledge were true, all right, then they would have understood it. But when he introduced a lover, a father God of love, his words fell upon unresponsive ears. I want us to notice a few scriptures that tell us about the love of God and the words that Jesus gave us. And you'll have to admit yourself as we look at these scriptures that as sons and daughters of Almighty God, we fail to see as we should ourselves this love side of God. Now, for instance, here are some scriptures. In John, the 16th chapter, you're right there in the 17th chapter, so turn back with me to the 16th chapter, John, and the 23rd verse. We were reading the 17th chapter and the 23rd verse. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father, the Father, he, in my name, he will give it you. Then notice the 27th verse. For the Father himself loveth you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I came out from God. Then notice in Matthew's Gospel, the sixth chapter, I wanted us to notice some ways in which Jesus used the name Father, what he said about him, and so on. Now notice here in the sixth chapter of Matthew's Gospel, and the eighth verse first. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask it. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, praise God. Now I want you to notice this. Notice the utter tenderness of it. Be not ye therefore like unto them. I think it would be good for us to read these scriptures about these ones that he said for us not to be like. We might learn something. Start with the fifth verse. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corner of the streets that they may be seen of men. We don't want to pray to be seen of men or heard of men either. Verily I send you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. Now he doesn't mean for us just to do all of a praying quietly but, or privately, but we must have that. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do. Now, repetition is just simply saying the same thing over and over again. For they think that they shall be heard for their much 
speaking. Be not ye, therefore, like unto them. We better take notice, hadn't we? So check up on ourselves. Be not ye, like unto them, for your Father knoweth what need things ye have need of before ye ask him. He knows, but he still told us to ask him. And so he said, Then after this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven. Well, notice the utter tenderness of it. Then again, listen to the Master, the Lord Jesus, again in this same chapter. Skip down to the 26th verse of this same 6th chapter of Matthew. And listen again to the Master. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not. Neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Well, they never grasp it. I mean, the Israel to whom he was speaking never grasped it. They didn't understand what he's talking about. That was utterly new. And I'll tell you the truth about it. It's new to most of our church members today. Most of us have been taught to fear and to shrink from a God of justice. And we've never seen the love side of God as we ought to have seen it. And that's what Jesus came to bring to us. For God so loved the world. Everybody knows John 3.16, don't they? For God so loved the world. But do you know John 3.17? He sent not his son in the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Thank God he did love us, didn't he? And he does. All right, let's go on here in this sixth chapter of Matthew. To me, it's most beautiful. The 30th through the 33rd verse. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Thank God he didn't say they'd be taken away from you. He said they'll be added unto you. Now that proves that the Father cares for his own. All these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Now notice the 34th verse. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Uh, another translation, I think, makes it a little more clear to us. Says, "Be not therefore anxious for the morrow." You see, God doesn't want His children to be anxious or to worry. Be not therefore anxious for the morrow. In other words, what are you saying? Have no worry, no fret, no anxiety. That's what God's saying. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. 
Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We're offering the, the Legacy Bible once again. Yes. For $129.95. That's my dad's Legacy Bible. And of course, uh, it has uh, the... the uh, his, his, his faith notes. His faith notes, yes. Mm -hmm. It is the King James Version, and we tried to get the new King James, but they did have it right then. In bigger print. In bigger print, yes. which we want. So we went ahead and went with the King James. And it's bound in a beautiful, beautiful leather. leather binder. And, and it, it look, honey, this is a new one. And look, it just opens, it opens right, right up. up. You don't have any trouble. With, yes. You know how you have to bend some of them? It opens right up. It's beautiful. And it also has a harmony of the Gospels in there that Craig wanted in. He found that and put it in. Yes. A concordance. It's beautiful. And it's $129.95. But now if you order the Bible... You're going to get the keys to greater glory. Which is three CDs. Which is three CDs. A CD by my dad called The Reality of Heaven and Hell. And Bringing Back the King, a DVD by my dad. We're going to just include those if yes. you order the Bible. Now, if you just want the four CDs and the one DVD, that's $42.95. So you can get that if you want it. But if you get the Bible, we're going to... I guess as they would We're say. We're throw the rest of them in. <laughs> throw the, those others in. Just go right now and order it because you're going to want it. It's going to be, it's a great offer. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message on the Father's Care. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.